Every team, every topic, everywhere. This is Believe. <clears throat> okay, here we go. They say great things come in threes. Great stuff. The great days we're living, bro. That's just <laughs> Unfortunately, not in this case. What is this? But maybe someday it will be. Can you believe that? Okay, world, hold on to your collective. It's time for the Bam Slam podcast. With Ben Fletcher, Allison Ratzlaff, and Mike Costa. <laughs> what is going on, Bam Slam fam? Bam Slam podcast number 20. How you kids doing? It's been a while. It has. Where, I, I know. Life kind of took over. I know. I don't like that. I didn't even get a Costa hug this morning. I feel weird. I'm sorry. I, Costa doesn't feel well. You don't? No. IBS. Huh? IBS. <laughs> ED. No. Something I ate yesterday, and it it feels like it's sitting right here like a lead brick. Ooh, in your so, sternum. Yeah. Uh, hey, but enough about me. What's going on? No. Have you taken some Pepto? Have you? I actually took an Alka-Seltzer. I did a plop, plop, fizz, fizz this morning. So. <laughs> you look good. You don't look sick. Thank you. Right. <laughs> they throw up all over the place. Um. Lot to get to. We haven't been. We haven't done this like in a week and a half. So I know a lot of catching up we have to do. Uh, yesterday was a, a monumental day in San Diego radio. Um, I think universally thought of as probably one of the nicest people ever in the history of people. Yeah, literally. Uh, yeah, he's like the. I've never once had an interaction with Ernie Martinez where there wasn't laughter, there wasn't a smile, there no. was there was no fuck yous either no. way. No. He's probably the only person I can think of that nobody in San Diego despises. Nobody. No. He's so Which genuine. Which is rare. Mm-hmm. Like, I know people that hate Costa's guts. Absolutely. Very much. Allie, yeah. you're a saint. You might be right there with Ernie. <laughs> yeah, I don't she's know up there that. in the likable. <laughs> but there's no one that would ever say a bad thing. You had competing radio stations all giving shout-outs to Ernie yesterday. Yep. You had yeah. us, obviously, all nine hours we were live and local yesterday at Extra was pretty much dedicated to Ernie. Yep. And I'm happy for him. You can never blame anyone to want to go spend more time with their kids. Not at all. Never, ever, ever. And one of the most solid, genuine, genuine yeah. people you'll you'll ever meet. Uh, the infectious laugh and the smile and the just the always positive outlook. And and then you know you you talk about Ernie and and his Padres. I know. Um, <laughs> just just one of the you know the grass. I don't want to say that he's always thinking the grass is always greener on the other side of the fence for the Padres, but it's always a good day with Ernie and the Padres, win or lose. That's how much he loves that friggin' baby. If I'm the Padres, I call them. I call him. There's got to be somewhere in your organization for a guy like Ernie Martinez who you cut him in half and now he, you know, now he bleeds brown and gold. Even if it's just to like sit in the press box with Don and Mud. And just laughter in the telecast. Yes, why not? <laughs> that he would be so good. He at, would be great. At I that. Would, did you get a chance to listen to any of my show yesterday? I did not. So I surprised Ernie with mud. Oh, and I, then, okay. I knew you had mud and, with and Trevor Hoffman. And, Trevor Hoffman. and so Aww. Ernie had no idea we were having either of them. Love it. And so when Trevor came on, obviously we played the Hell's Bells, and immediately as soon as the first kind of hit, yeah. Ernie just 
lost it. choked up crying oh. like he was like is what this a, a joke puss. did you guys <laughs> come on jeez he I, cried I, yeah he, oh, he cried there's no show. there's no crying what? in baseball you said it you literally <laughs> but bleeds. there is crying in radio yeah, yeah. There is. <laughs> you've cried on radio many sure. times every time we do anything with Brady children's you're just a Duh. <laughs> you're right but it was really cool just because like ernie's obviously put so much time into the padres throughout yep. his life yeah and he's made relationships with these guys. You know, he has the stories about driving some players home drunk from the locker room yeah. after games. Yeah. And it's just, I, I'm happy for him that he's he's not going to stop loving the Padres. No, no, God, no. But if I'm if I'm the organization, and, and Peter Seidler is one of our biggest listeners to this podcast. Pete, I know, you're, I know you're listening to this. I'd call him. My buddy. Because you can use a guy like that in your organization who is first team, he is team first. He has always been we. He has never been I or me. And that's that's what makes Ernie Martinez so great. Only issue with Ernie is when the Padres are obviously going to have like a rough season. Yeah. You know, like one of those 10 games under 500, 20 games under 500. Right. He still thinks they're going to win 95 games, even it's when beautiful. there's five games left. It's beautiful. <laughs> you know? I've, only, I've only met Ernie a few times, but every interaction was, like you said, perfect. So friendly, makes you feel like you're the only one around. Yeah. So sweet and genuine. Um, and, you know, it was funny yesterday. I noticed on Twitter, you know, hundreds of people were talking about it. And he replied to everyone. Yeah, I mean, that's he replied him. to me. I've met him like three times. He probably doesn't remember me. But so, so sweet. No, you yeah, and, and very you sweet. could. The, the great thing about Ernie is that you could, you know, he'd be sitting at his computer or whatever. And you could walk up. Well, you, but I would walk up and say just something completely disgusting <laughs> and just. I mean, just out of bounds with him. And he wouldn't, you would just see him start shaking and he would look down. And then, you, you know, you'd hear that <laughs> type of thing. And so, uh, oh, just, just one of the greatest guys. And yeah, we, uh, we love him. Um, and we, we wish him nothing uh, but the best as he, as he goes on and continues to be one of the greatest uh, dads ever. Yeah. So happy for the Sweet. guy. Not going to miss any more T-ball games, Aaron. No. Nope. Every single one of them. You're not. You're not. Uh, Allison, how was uh, how was graduation? How was Ben's uh, taking oh, that next step? It was so great. It was really a great weekend in Houston. I love that city. I know people are like, Houston, gross. But it's really – you know what I loved about it is that he loved – he really grew to love it there. Mm -hmm. He loves um, – you know, obviously, he loves sports, <laughs> loves football. But he also loves culture and music and art and – He's a pretty, um, he's a smart kid. And so all of that is huge in that city. There's so much art and culture. I don't know if you saw some of the pictures I posted of him by that graffiti right. wall um, that was like from Houston with Love or just the big Houston mural and the one with Kobe. Um, anyway, it was just, he, he talked a lot about how much he loved it there. And he said, I could see myself coming back here. He said, there's a lot of job opportunity you know, but he's got to go get his master's and play one more year of football in Kentucky. So. Did you guys party? I know um, that was okay. big at, at Michael. So, Here we go. Okay. This is hilarious. There was no intent to party, really. We oh, went. Allie we, got wasted. Yeah, I did. We went to lunch what? after. We went to lunch after graduation. This really fun place and had a couple margaritas, whatever. That was not a big deal. Then we had to go move him out of his apartment. So did that. Yeah, it, was, it was almost done. He had been doing it all oh, week. Okay. So it was almost done. Finished that off. Then we, he said, well, let's, we weren't hungry because we, lunch was like at three o'clock. So he mm -hmm. said, let's go to Kirby Ice House. 
Kirby Ice House is this really cool. There's a huge indoor bar, a huge outdoor bar on the patio, um, and then this enormous like backyard. You know, I don't even know how else to describe it. Picnic benches, couches, high tops, every kind of table you can imagine. There's a bar, another bar in the back of that. String lights hanging across. Just the coolest, fun, low-key place. Televisions everywhere. And Allie was dancing on the tables. Always. I, I didn't intend to, Ben. <laughs> it we happens. Had, I we had a few drinks. And, and before I know it, I don't know, there were just a lot of drinks going on. A lot. And I woke up in the morning and I was like, I mean, I was in my hotel room, but I was like. <laughs> well, that's a good thing. And, and I put my hair in a ponytail at some point. So I was like, okay, well, here I am. Welcome to college, round two, huh? I'm <laughs> not sure what just happened, but here I am. Didn't... Somehow Nick Cage was in the hotel okay, room. Oh, God. Didn't didn't feel, <laughs> did feel 100%. And then Man, Ben's a shot of love, doll? Yeah. And Ben said, let's go, <laughs> ben said, let's go on a run. I was like, oh, my God. Okay. So you didn't you didn't have to get on the get on an airplane the next not till day. Monday morning. Oh. So this was Sunday morning. So we went we did go to this amazing like miles and miles and miles of trails park. I, I'll have a video of that too, on Twitter. Um, and we went on a run, and it started thunder and lightning, and it was kind of cool actually. Now I kind of want to get wasted with Allie. But it was fun. I'm oh I'm fun. I've brought drinks in here before. Oh, I'm um, fun. But, but, was you uh, going to Mavericks? You need that on a t shirt. There was, oh, oh I'm, I'm fun. fun. There was no drinking on Sunday. Hey, I just Manny. was like, oh, I'm fun. I'm out. I, I don't know about Manny you guys. Has a beautiful life. Getting on an airplane hungover. It's the worst. It, it, it's no, worst. dude, just, especially Vegas hungover, oh my and then God. the next morning, it's like such a quick flight from Vegas to California, anywhere you go. But yeah. I had to do it from Vegas to Fresno, and it's like going from the smoky ass Vegas where everything is just cigarette smokes infiltrating your system, oh. and then you get to Fresno and it's 114 <laughs> degrees and it smells like cow poop everywhere. But it's also the like you have to, you know, especially those early flights, yeah. you yeah. have to get there and security and baggage and just all the stuff. Like it's. Yeah, it's you just like get hungover. me home so I can shower, mm-hmm. drink three Puke. gallons of water, and get like yeah. a blood transfusion. I was never so happy that we were not leaving until Sunday. So he flew back, with okay. us, came home, and um, Monday morning he and I take his car has been here since spring break. So he and I are starting the like long this, just the two of us this Mo- Monday morning. Monday morning. How many days are you driving? We're going to be in Kentucky Wednesday night. So Whoa. damn. Monday we drive to El Paso, ten hours. Just the two of us. Tuesday morning we'll get up and drive to Dallas, which is just seven hours. Okay. Just. From El Paso. Well, better than ten. So that's day two. And then day three, Wednesday morning, we get up and we drive into Bowling Green, Kentucky, which is so the rest of the way through Texas, through Arkansas, up through Tennessee and western Kentucky is like um, an hour from Nashville. Okay. So, and then into, so into Kentucky. But, so that's another like 10 and a half hours. That day will be long, but Thursday he moves in. So really then, no summer vacation for him. No, football starts. Ooh. He Thursday and Friday he has his physicals with the team doctors. Yeah. He has his. Bunch of COVID uh, testing, I'm sure. Yeah, testing. He has his um, physicals <laughs> and then a couple meetings. And I think practices start that Tuesday, the Damn. first. How special is that, though? When are you going to be able to do something like that again with your... Never. No. Drive across country, uh, just the two of us. I mean, we were already talking about it. We're excited. But it's going to be fun. And we're going to... Um, and then I'm not going to fly back until Sunday night out of Nashville. 
So we want to spend a little time there, I think, hopefully all day Sunday. Another party? Uh, well, probably. he has to drive back to Kentucky from Nashville, and <laughs> I have to get on a plane, so probably not too much. But Did, Ben, have you ever done a, a road trip with a parent? For something like that? Um, yeah, my brother and I have done a bunch because he lived in Canada for so long. Oh, so getting the cars back and forth. Yep. And there was like. Yeah, it's always the car that certain, is the problem. Yeah, certain visa things where it was like he had to come back for a certain amount of time, then go back. And it was just. Mis- so I've done the back and forth from Merced to Canada twice. And those are 25 hour drives. Oh. And we only ever stopped once. So we did 12 hours each day. Right. And it's, but literally you're going through like Montana and Wyoming. It's just nothing. Nothing. Yeah. Texas. Like nine hours at a time. Oh, yeah. And you're just kind of going, listening (laughs) to the same song. My brother's sitting next to me, eating sunflower (laughs) seeds, trying to stay awake. At one point, like the wind, this was a tiny little Suzuki that there's no room for anything. And the window on the passenger side just fell down in the middle of the trip. Of course. But we were going through like Idaho and it was freezing. (laughs) And, my brother is just wrapped up in like 20 towels and I'm driving kind of huddled over next to the <laughs> heater. And at one point I was like, man, I'm glad we're about to pull over. I'm really starting to get cold. And he just looks at me and there's like ice in his beard. And he's frozen. <laughs> Swear to God, punched me right in the arm as hard as he could. But I'll, I'll never forget those. Those were awesome trips. There will my, be lots of coffee and lots of music. When I went, when I went back East, um, we, you know, I needed my car. So my mom drove with me from San Diego to New Jersey and it took us, Oof. I think we did it in, in four days. So we, I mean, we drove to Vegas and stopped. And then we drove from Vegas into Wyoming and stopped. And then Wyoming, we got to like Ohio. And then Ohio, we, Ohio into New Jersey. And AM radio, no FM. And when you start hitting Wyoming, Nebraska. Nothing comes in. Iowa. <laughs> <laughs> you're just going straight. Uh, you're, you're just you are going straight, and you. I mean, you, you get out of White Wyoming's picturesque to an extent, mm-hmm. but you start getting into Nebraska and Iowa, and it's just corn. Yeah, and and it's crop reports or Bible talk, and then maybe a random cult <laughs> like along the way. Yeah, yeah. We would stop at I I we stopped at each Stuckey's if a state had one. What's a Stuckey's? Is it like a gas station? Stuckey's is like a, a road stop, mm-hmm. a, a gas station, restaurant, food, and they're known for their pecan logs. Oh. Anyhow. But <laughs> I, I will said, not be eating any pecan no, logs. No. Maybe that's what's going on in your tummy right now. You I just wish... got to pass a pecan log. Oh, I got a log. Um, <laughs> and I remember, I go, Mom, I want to get a, a, a coffee mug from, from each state that we stop in. Why? I look back on it now going, what? I ended up giving. I, I think I ended up like giving to Goodwill or something when I was when I finally moved out of my parents' house. But uh, so we would stop at the the Stuckies and then just I mean that you know hours on end of just straight. And we were in a little Toyota Corolla. Yeah. Oh my God, it was not a whole lot of room to move. The funny thing you talk about, you know, dropping Ben off and then you know you got to get on a plane and go back. I remember, and I was. I mean, this is really kind of like my first time away. You know, this was okay. <laughs> time to grow up Mike you know football was going to start and stuff like that but still so I remember we get into New Jersey like on a Thursday night and my mom was going to fly out Sunday mm-hmm. so I was like okay okay we're here you know I'm getting settled I was staying in my grandmother's house for a, um, a couple days and until I moved up to the school and I kept on saying okay I got Friday night with mom I got Saturday night okay it's cool so 
Friday night goes and I wake up Saturday morning. Okay, I still got Saturday. I got Saturday night with mom, blah, 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 blah. <laughs> Sunday morning, I woke up and go, okay, I, I've got like eight hours left with mom. You are so pure. Oh, my God. And <clears> then <throat> and then I, I remember she's packing her bag and she's getting dressed, ready to fly back. And I'm sitting there and, and I remember carrying her suitcase, you know, down my grandmother's steps out of her house to uh, my aunt who was going to drive her to the airport. And I'm like, okay. Still got a couple minutes with mom. Mommy, don't and, then, and, then, and then I hugged her, Mommy's and she boy. starts crying, and I'm really trying to – I mean, I got the quiver lip going and stuff. And we took a picture there on the driveway that I immediately – like after she left, I took to a photo place, and I said, <laughs> I need this blown up, please, because it was Aww. the photos – one of the photos I was going to have in my, my room. But I just remember that, and I will never, ever forget it, mm-hmm. but just being like – when that car door slammed and she drove off, it was like, okay, mm-hmm. it's on you. Can we rewind a second? So you moved out of your mom's house and went to live with your grandma? No, he just stayed there. No, he was just staying just- there oh, okay. for the time being. Um, I, I didn't. When I came back and transferred to San Diego State, I, you know, my dad's all, get the hell out of here. Go <laughs> get an apartment or something like that. But it was, it's, that's. It'll be a fun trip. I just think yeah. having that time alone yep. will be. And I, you know, I moved him when he went to junior college in Huntington Beach and then moved him to Houston. Right. But saying goodbye is hard. It's hard for him, even at this age and how sure. independent he is. And I mean, he's got his degree now. Now he's getting his master's. And it's just, he's very, uh, I don't know. He's, he likes his mom. Moms are special. He likes his mom. He does. And I will it's say very this. sweet. And I'm going to be dating myself, but you know, this was the early 80s. So you had a phone. Yeah. That was it. And when I say you had a phone, you had a either a rotary or a push yeah, button. Yeah, on the wall. And they, are, they just started coming out with, uh, I guess you could say, the cordless, you mm-hmm. know, with the giant antenna you right. had to pull mm-hmm. up. Because we're going you know, to be taking TOEF up to St. Mary's here in a couple of months. But I'm thinking in terms of you got FaceTime, yeah. you got cell phones. So different. You've, I mean, you've got constant contact if you get homesick or mm-hmm. where when we, and, and I'd say Allison and I, because mm-hmm. Ben, you're obviously younger than mm-hmm. us, it was, you had a phone. There was no computer. Mm-hmm. There was no email. Mm-hmm. You had a phone. I think that's one reason um, like high school groups of friends stay so much closer now. Oh, without a because doubt. Because you used to be, you'd all go to college and I mean, unless you were going to walk down the hall in your dorm and call your friend at their dorm and hope you connected right. or write a letter. You didn't, you didn't stay in contact until no. your five-year reunion. No. Now, these kids, like I, at least Ben, I mean, he's only home a week. He has seen his high school friends if they're home yep. or have gra- a lot of them have graduated last year and have moved back or whatever. But he's been seeing them every day But they because they're as close as if they were in high school right? because because of that. The, te- the group texts that they've had since they were, you know, 12. Oh, yeah, the, I got a few of those. Yeah, I mean, they just – it, the the connection stays it's much easier to keep it so going. much easier yeah. just just to hang out yeah like, you know tof had a, a bunch of friends over last night and he said it's kind of spur of the moment and i i think back to when i was you know his age senior in high school it was always 
all you did was call. Hey, where where are we going? But you know, what are the directions? What's the address? Yeah. Like used by Thomas Brothers. Yeah. Now they just send a link in their. Now group they text. just send a link and boom, 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 we're here. Or <laughs> yeah. it's like, well, follow me on whatever it is, and you'll you'll know where we yeah, are. Yeah, Snapchat or whatever. Did you guys see what happened in Huntington last night? No. So some kid, I think it was like Alfredo. So I can't remember the name. It started with an A, but he posted a video on TikTok <clears throat> that said, "Hey, tomorrow's my." 19th birthday or something uh if everyone wants to meet by lifeguard station number 16 at seven o'clock tomorrow night we'll have a big party oh boy like twenty thousand people showed up (laughs) (laughs) they're like twenty thousand teenagers were at huntington beach at this lifeguard station drinking lemonade and pepsi there was like four different djs that showed up (laughs) It was the biggest party ever. Like, the Huntington Beach police was, like, kind of overwhelmed, couldn't even get out there. (laughs) Oh, my God. And now these videos are going all over the place because this kid who had no friends just posted a little TikTok that said, hey, if you guys want to come out, have a party. I love it. Good for him. I mean, 20,000 people. That's awesome. Is that not hazardous? That's awesome. Slightly. <laughs> I was, we, but we're going to open up here in a couple weeks. 20,000 people. <laughs> yeah, we are. I was laughing about your coffee cup comment about yeah. how you would collect coffee because you know starbucks has the it's called i think the been there series i think is what it's called so you can get a different oh the city you were in the city yeah, or yeah. the state uh and they got great and graphics they're and super artwork. cool so yeah. i i i do collect. I don't, i'm not a big collector of things i don't right. like clutter i don't like a lot of things but i love those i love those so i get one everywhere i go costa doesn't collect anything don't worry <laughs> i'm not a big collector i don't like he is. uh is oh my god just well i I just don't like two things disney paraphernalia and raiders paraphernalia right and and rhino stuff i don't know why rhino well you've seen the bar all the rhinoceroses it's not your book isn't blue blue big blue Lou is a rhino Rhino. as well big blue but yeah you know but it's funny i i've downsized to be honest with you i've gotten rid of a lot of the i have a lot of very very valuable disney stuff um, but I've gotten rid of a lot of the stuff. Like I look at it going, okay, I, I, I'll look on OfferUp or eBay. It's not worth anything. I'll get rid of it. Really? Because it, it dawned on me a while ago, that shit needs to be constantly dusted if it's on a shelf. <laughs> I was going to say, where do you keep all your Disney? Yeah. Where do you oh, keep it? it? The, most of the Disney stuff is in boxes. In, oh, so you don't house. have it like displayed no, in I your don't. house. And, and, and I may never, and I may get to the point where I just go, well, shit, if I'm not going to display it, sell it, make the money on it and and it's mostly haunted mansion stuff mm. that i started collecting like 20 something years ago and i i could make a small fortune i think not a small <laughs> fortune but i could make a pretty decent buck. do you have the heads that sing you know the sing, oh the singing bus yeah the, where you have walt and whoever right. the other people are um one of the singing bus his name is uh thorough ravenscroft he has since passed away but he was one of the big Disney voices. He was also the voice of Tony Tony the Tiger for the longest time. Oh wow! Anyhow, little Disney <laughs> trivia there for you. Um, what did he yeah, say last you... week about his olive wood charcuterie board? <laughs> I, have god, a, I love that you I, remembered that. It oh my god! I have a six foot long olive wood charcuterie board. 
has Don't knock charcuterie, I love Benjamin. charcuterie. I just, the fact that we were talking about like fancy dishes and how they're so useless. <laughs> and, it, and it wasn't me that said it. It was like the... Uh. <laughs> Now, look, so we don't use the fancy china, but we do have this six-foot, olive wood, smooth charcuterie board. I, you know, I got to take a picture of it and post it on, you on, really do. You do. on Twitter. You really do. You need to. It, people go, nice, ugly surfboard. I go, no, it's a charcuterie board. Charcuterie board. No, <laughs> know not your boards, where please. Where we hold our brie and Montego cheddar. <laughs> okay, speaking of cheese, have you seen the Dior Cologne Robert Pattinson ad on twitter no okay robert Pattinson is that the one where he's like laying on that oh, is that the one that's going around I don't it's know. it's where he's he's you know because he's just so deep and <laughs> he's twilight he's guy so, yeah? he's so mysterious yes. he he's looking at the camera and it's you know like I, I, i'm i'm such a brilliant artist i can't waste time you know <laughs> combing my hair it's just the way i am and he's like throwing these shadow box punches and then he's he's like looking out on a balcony. I think it's New York City. And then he's laying on like a, a llama rug and he's kissing some chick. And then he's doing some more shadow boxing. It is top five cringe douchiest <laughs> things I've ever seen. It is. And so I tweeted out this morning. I think this cologne smells like a mixture of Bourbon Street morning after, cat urine, and some oh, and some God. French cheese. I, it is so, you want to punch Robert Pattinson after you see him doing the fake punches in the commercial. Do you have it right there? Oh, yeah. Okay. He's shadow boxing, bro. We take that very seriously in the world of boxing, actually. Okay. I, oh, my uh, God. What is he doing? What is so that? <clears throat> oh, you know, I'm just oh, such I like a, the way he moves his mouth like I'm that. I'm just such an incredibly deep actor. Look at me. Just, you know, there's so many layers to who I am. You know, he's uh, the next Batman? No. Yeah. Oh, why? Because I'm Batman. <laughs> Because he's so <clears throat> deep and cool. Actually, he's a pretty good actor. He's played what, like a vampire, and uh, and and he was in Harry Potter. Yeah, oh, not those. Like, his more recent roles. So, very. He's gone very serious, little outlaw. He's very deep. No, the, so, this one movie. I think it's some bank stealing movie, like bank robbery movie. Okay, but he robs a bank with his little brother who has Down syndrome. And so, oh, yeah, like, yeah. my I, God, it's freaking awesome. It like super violent, kind of crazy, makes your heart hurt a little bit. It's pretty new, isn't yeah, it? it? Yeah. Within the last I couple years. Yeah, I remember that. Did, is the <clears throat> actor who portrays his brother actually has Down syndrome? Yeah. Really? Yeah. It is an incredible movie. That's and I'm, I'm not I'm not like what do you mean I I there's I see a lot of no and of, that actor did an amazing job with his did. role. Do you well, remember that you know show what? from years ago with a down about the boy that had Down syndrome? That yeah. it was like a weekly show. What was yeah, the name of that? he was amazing. That he was an incredible. I actor. like when people call it up syndrome. Because yeah, because they're seriously. they're such. I I've always Most said loving loving people. It, yeah, it's it's God's way of telling us. Yeah, they're 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 angels that walk. Yeah, here. for sure. Okay, well, you know what? Maybe I need to take a little step back. Then I'd watch maybe, that movie. Maybe it's, I got to get off of Robert Pattinson's back. It's like the whole thing is really the brother relationship, and they're now you they're made both me feel broke. like total shit. They, they have no money. But he and is like, a douche in the Cologne commercial. No, such a is. douche. All right, but so. like the whole thing is like. <laughs> The parents kind of abandoned them, so it's just the older brother and the younger brother, and they're trying to figure out how to make money in New York, and okay. they don't have any money, so they rob a bank. Okay. It kind of works, and then it's all them running away from everybody. Wow. It makes you root for the bad guys, because they rob the bank, but you're on their side. Wow. 
You know who I think they should have chosen to play Batman? Manny Machado. Well, well yes, but besides that, would who I think I mean he just has this cool factor is Tatis. I, I'm sorry that Fernando Tatis. His swag is so his freaking. His voice is too high. But his I'm swag is Batman. No, there's just nobody Batman cooler. with dreads. He's so yeah. <laughs> seriously, he should be the new Batman. He's so freaking cool. But then we'd cool. have to cover up half his face, and you want that whole thing on TV. I just can't get over how cool that, that kid is. home run yesterday was a freaking bullet. Cow. What they have to call him? Bebo Man instead of Batman? Bebo, Bebo Man. I'm Bebo Man. He's just I'm so... Bebo Man. He drips it, though. It just, it just drips off he, of him, that swag. Okay, but, but not in a... That's what I love about it. It's not like a cocky, weird, like, God, who's that guy think he is? It's not rehearsed. It's him. It's It's this joyous, almost little boy. I love playing baseball so much. This is so fun. I'm so happy to be here. Like, he just drips the the humble side. Yeah, yeah. But the swag, I don't know, that combo is When he did his splits the other day, like, any normal human being would have, like, slid in. Oh, my foot's going over. Let me reach back with my hands and just grab the base and hold on. But he did the cool acrobatic splits. I, so he just, cool. And he kept it there. And he was just like, yeah, whatever. Yeah. And then his little shimmy where he shakes I, his wiener. So cute. Well, why do you got to bring his crank into this? I wasn't. He's literally. His crank? I wasn't. No, okay. I wasn't thinking about that. <laughs> that's going to be my new word. I love it. Oh, my God. That's so you, good. His sorry, crank. Here, let's adjust here. Oh, my Costa, God. I'm using. No, I don't want to see it. Allie, look that way. If he does this. I can see you in the window. Yeah, thanks. What are, what are you imagining when I do this? I, I, I imagine throwing up. That's what I imagine when you do it. Okay, but I, when Fernando shakes his willy, it's all good. I am working he, something about his crank into every single episode going <laughs> okay. forward. You want to know where I, you know where every the first time I really heard crank was when Dennis Miller was doing one of his stand-ups. And he was talking about the Merrill Lynch commercials. Um the the financial company and for the longest time you know Merrill Lynch is bullish on America that was their uh, saying and they would just have this bull just kind of casually walking up the beach somewhere in the sand <laughs> and Dennis Miller goes Jesus Christ if I got to see this bull dragging his fucking crank across the beach one more time so that's <laughs> his crank. I cannot wait. I'm using it every episode. I saw. Okay. I, <laughs> there's a there's a video oh on Twitter God. of a uh, is it some dog a poodle like dog doing his, his. He's doing the tati shimmy. He's doing the tati oh. shimmy. Wiggle his crank. <laughs> no, but there. I I do appreciate men and women who are just naturally cool. Yeah. And, and like Allison, you said, it drips and it just they give it off and they don't rehearse it. They don't. It just comes it's just to them, and it's, it's natural. Is how he seems right to me. because there's there's probably a really positive light within that person, and it's just cool. How lucky are you guys? You get to sit next to one a hundred percent, right here. And then you have, and we all know the douchebags that try and fail, and you're like, dude, yes, abort, or hey, gal, abort. Guy's named Evan. Yeah, <laughs> it's Chad, isn't it? Oh, that's who. Chad and Karen's. <laughs> You cannot be cool. Oh, you can. Man. All right. On the other side, uh, we mentioned Fernando Tatis Jr. We'll talk a little baseball and this uh, Padres baseball team. And something that Dave Roberts has said um, about Ew. the Padres. <laughs> oh, yeah. That was And crap. the Dodgers. 
and things he like threw that. Major shade is what Oh he did. my God, major shade. We'll get to that after this. As we told you at the beginning of the podcast, and we just reiterated for you, so happy that Blender's Eyewear is along for the ride on the Bam Slam uh, podcast. You talk about awesome, affordable sunglasses, rad styles, plus colorways that range from thirty-eight bucks to sixty-eight dollars. They offer a wide range of products: sunglasses, RX, blue light, snow goggles, and helmets as well. They're big right now. They are even getting bigger. Locally owned, locally made here in San Diego, but internationally known. Uh, Their motto is life in forward motion, and their goal is that their products push you to be the best version of yourself, like we're trying to do with this podcast, and that's why Blenders is along for the ride. Thank you, everybody, with Blenders Eyewear. Uh, They are offering a 16% discount. Uh, on behalf of the Bam Slam podcast, for all of you that get to BlendersEyewear.com, just use our code BAMSLAM, and you're going to get 16% off your purchase. BlendersEyewear.com, code word is BAMSLAM. You still around? Wow, that's impressive. What do you mean? Let's get back to the Bam Slam. Once again, here's Ben, Allie, and Mike. is the code word you want to use at blenderseyewear.com. Get 16% off a uh, a pair of glasses. Apparently, Dave Roberts, manager of the Dodgers, he needs some. went and got some uh, some blenders from blenderseyewear.com because of the shade. But he didn't use our promo code because no, he's he a little... Mm, he may have used that. So they're they're playing the Giants. Uh, this Is it this weekend? Yes. Okay. They beat him last night. Two, Two to, to one. one. Mm-hmm. Trevor Bauer did his little sword thing. And the Giants, yeah, and the Giants broadcasters weren't uh, weren't too happy with him. Are you Ro- playing Super Smash Bros. Or are you playing baseball? Come yeah. on, guy. But uh, Dave Roberts said after the game, he goes, "Wow, you know, for the first time in a long time, this felt like a rivalry game." And we know that Dodgers Giants rivals going back to Brooklyn and New York. We we get that, but that was a long time ago. Yeah, the rivalry is is still there. That's fine, but to think that you can exclude. The Padres? He's, now, he, but he said, the way he said it, yeah. he said it to throw shade at the Padres. A hundred percent. That wasn't because he believes strongly in the rivalry between the Dodgers and the Giants. It's there, of course. Yeah. But he, that comment and the way it was phrased was a dig at the Padres. Such it just dig. was. As if the, what have they played, 10 games now? Yeah. Is he just bitter that he was never given an opportunity mm-hmm. to manage here? It might be. It might be that he never got an interview. But there's a lot. I see it more and more on Twitter now, uh, Padre fans going, I'm glad you didn't interview Dave. I love Dave Roberts. He is he's one of the nicest, genuine Well, he's not being very nice people. right now. No, he's not being very nice. Not what being have very you done nice. for me lately, Costa? Well, there, there you go. And he's also manager of the Dodgers. And for the longest time, the Dodgers have kicked sand in our faces here in San Diego. They've been good. They're defending world champs. But mm-hmm. to think that the second best team in baseball, baseball, um, in your division – it's not a rival. Well, right now they're not right. the second best team no. in baseball. Right now they're the best team in baseball. Yes. The Padres are. Yes. Oh, Christ, the Giants lost. Yes. I take that back. So now it's Padres number one. Well, Correct. they're tied, aren't and they? Even? And they're dead even they're with the even. Giants. We're dead even. And I think Boston is second or third as far as over- wins. 
Yeah, but this year. Okay. regardless, like the Dodgers are not on the Padres level so far this season. No. The Padres no. have been a better team. They've shown no. that in the series with the Dodgers. Those games, literally, Jeff Passan tweeted out, can we have 162 Padres versus Dodgers games? Without a doubt. <laughs> Whether you like it or not, it is a rivalry now. Yeah. You know what's fun to see, too, is um, even, no, so Manny's out last night. Will Myers is out last night. And we still scored 16 runs. Like, the bats are kind of waking up, and the the – we don't have to have every superstar on the team in every night. To, how about Kim? Shortstop, third base. He, wherever he is, he makes the most amazing defensive Cronenworth plays. Cronenworth the same way. Cronenworth is a stud. And okay, Plug and play. Oh Yeah, but can we talk about that? Why does everybody talk about him being like a trade piece? I don't know. No. no, no. We cannot give up that bat just because we want no. like some pitchers. Yeah, or I'd be pissed if they traded Cronenworth. Oh, he's he's easily such a been stud. the best offensive player for the Padres this year. The most consistent player overall. And by the way, he's probably going to be the only offensive player without a popularity contest to get into the All Star game for this Padres team. Yeah, he would if, if, if I don't. And him and Darvish really won't they be the two that get in? Well, in Melanson. Oh well, yeah, yeah, for sure. And what about Grisham too? Like, yeah, Grisham's been incredible. He just incredible. missed what a week and a half at the beginning, so we kind of don't talk now he about has him like as much. A heel problem or something. Yeah, like that. He yeah. Does. But, and look at Tatis missing seventeen games. All of a sudden, and he's, he's, he's going to be an All Star, br- but he's still. Beating all his they went records. seven and one in his COVID absence. Yeah, mm-hmm. and, and, and that's not to and say then he's well, come back and been a, nothing but a yeah, stud. Right. Four for four, mm-hmm. his first game back. I started doing a hit on KUSI on Friday mornings. I saw you on TV. Oh my God! Out of work, out of work sports <laughs> radio. Okay, did you ask for that to be put on? the I screen? told Tommy Sablon, who's the producer and the booker of the show. He said, "How do you want to be, uh, you know, CG'd?" I said. Out of work box, uh, out of work sports talk show host, and he goes, "Really?" I go, "Yeah, aren't I?" And he goes, "Oh my god, that's so freaking funny!" Oh my god! And he goes, "We're gonna do it." And Paul's like, "Yeah, thumbs up." I, I don't care. You're doing that yeah. what Friday mornings? Friday mornings, Friday or Fridays? Uh, you look good. You're wearing the hat. Wearing the Padre yeah, the hat. Backdrop was had all... my backdrop. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, Tommy forgot to cover up one of my chins because there's one whoever Jim Betancourt, I think it was on Twitter. Oh yeah, who took the screenshot? Oh. There's a big. Uh, sticking out, but I mean, that, um, that's just you. How are I love you? Jim. <laughs> what, Jim's awesome. Do you expect them to go into Adobe After Effects and touch you up and like, yeah, I actually give do. you the Marvel. I do. Treatment? I do. Face make Robert Downey Jr. not look like he's sixty. Make him look like he's still forty. But uh, Hawkalicious on Twitter, mm-hmm. he came up with the idea, and he's and as too. I said yesterday, uh, I'm, I'm on KUSI, totally stealing it, but I'm going to give him credit for it. And I'm sure it has to do with trademarks and copyrights and stuff. But just like Trevor coming out of the bullpen for Hell's Bells, why don't they have the Jaws music when Mark oh, Melanson enters the game? totally need to. Thank I, you. Everybody like calls him Mark sense. the Shark. Yeah. And I, when you talk about the Trevor time yeah. and like that iconic moment when you hear the first one go off, the whole place just goes silent. Yes. Like they could have that again. I mean, <laughs> Can you, you can imagine how beast that yeah. would sound. It's quite. Oh my god. <laughs> and then even the whole fans, you start doing the like everyone oh, in the stadium. Goosebumps, do it. And then you know Roy Shotter say Roy Scheider saying, "You're gonna or is it we're gonna need a bigger boat or you're gonna need a we're bigger gonna boat. need a bigger boat. We're gonna need a bigger I'm boat. I'm Batman. So yeah, and I'm you know I'm sure that it has to do with the fact that. What is it? 20th Century Fox, I think. Well, Spielberg, loosen up the pipe. Come pants, on! Right? You know? Let your crank down. It... <laughs> <laughs> that's my. Someone that's supposed to that's work not... it in. 
How good Let was... Let your hair down is what I meant. Sorry, guys. How, how, on the brain. Yeah. how great was the call that uh, Donna Mudd had to when Jake had his inside the park home run? Really, God, really that was, awesome. I listened to it like 20 times. It was so Paul cool. Oh, it was so well, good. You know, back to Cronenworth and, and not saying that it, there are rumors out there started, I'm sure, by fans. Um, I don't think A.J. Preller in a million years would get rid of Jake Cronenworth because he was a... He was, he was a throw-in. He was well, yeah. Which he, is why AJ Preller might get rid of him because you paid so little for him. You got him as a throw-in in a Tommy it's, Pham it's deal. It's amazing that he was the throw-in in that deal. <laughs> oh, right? No kidding. I mean, that he could. He just sees dollar cents. The value they could get for flipping Cronenworth now is so much more than what they paid for him. Yeah, I but, know. but you lose a huge piece of Thank the you. team. I agree. Like, Thank I, I mean, you. What are you going to replace him with? I, I'm assuming it would he's be your friend. Pitch, Mill. A pitcher, I wouldn't maybe. trade him. I'm saying that's what GMs think is the value oh, I, that I they can it. get for what they it. paid. You're right. I, I know, you're right, business wise, of course. But it, but you're losing defensive and bat. I, I just and morale. He's the guy yes. in, the lock, or in the dugout who's he's, doing the dance. He's, he's the crazy. every man who's playing pro baseball. Yeah. yeah. You know, and he's just a phenomenal baseball player. Just like when they got rid of Fran Mill, who was like the that life. had of, an impact. Had an impact. Yeah. And that team after that just kind of went. By the way, he is hitting a home run like every other day for the yeah. Indians. Yeah. Well, good for him. I'm glad he's yeah. having success. He's such a we love the Franimal. You don't get rid of a, a Jake Cronenworth. And even a, a guy, did you say see the story about Tommy Pham? At the uh, at the Dick Sporting Goods store, oh, oh yes. that was special. So sweet. And it, I don't think That's... it's a coincidence that now he's starting to hit. It's like, do put good out into the world, yeah. get good. Stay back. away from the strip clubs and go to Dick's. <laughs> <laughs> there you go. They should I, re- I know what you're thinking. Be quiet. <laughs> they should rename that Whoa. store. They should rename it Cranks. Well, there it is. <laughs> <laughs> Nice. <laughs> Put it up. <laughs> Mom, I need a new bat. All right, we're going to Cranks. Come on, son. <laughs> oh, my God. They need to be a sponsor of the podcast now. Oh Cranks? <laughs> yes. Cranks? To follow up, uh, Tommy Pham was uh, shopping in Dick's Sporting Goods, and there was a little kid there who I think... Thiago was his name. Thiago noticed who it was. Did he ask for a picture or something? Yeah, no, he saw it was Tommy Pham. He was like, hey. Which is crazy because they had masks on, too. Right. Like, but, he really. Uh, Tommy's jacked yeah, and big. Professional athletes just look different. So he said, hey, Tommy, can I get a picture? And and then Tommy asked him, what are you doing? He goes, well, I'm here. He goes. He just needed some, like, gloves or something. Because I baseball. play baseball. He goes, well, can I buy you a bat? And it's like, wow. Yeah, he told him, go pick one out. Oh, my like, God. The good karma mm-hmm. for Tommy Pham. And I hope, and I hope he's able to. To turn it around and and well, he and did stuff. last night. Yeah, he, he played really well. Although the Mariners, oh my God, this whole hitter thing, dude. What is wrong with even the Rockies are saying the Mariners suck? Well, yeah. the Rockies too had some bad defensive plays. Boy. I mean, I was like, well, what is happening? It's like going through their legs. It was like watching a little league team, and and then the Mariners, kind of the same thing. There are a few teams that came out of the pandemic and just decided, all right, twenty twenty one, we're just gonna. Well, and some of the Mariners, did you see, tested positive yesterday. Right, and they're and staying so, here. Yeah, I saw their manager said uh, they just earned themselves 10 days at the Omni Hotel downtown San Diego. I was like, oh, that could be worse places. I'd like to be stuck. <laughs> True. But with the Mariners, and there's another team, the Rangers, both been no-hit twice already this year. Yep. Six no-hitters in baseball before June. First time since before 1917 that's happened. So is is pitching just that good? Are the seams up in the balls? The balls because Clayton Kershaw right? said, hey, not to throw shade at anyone who has thrown a no-hitter, that's an incredible accomplishment. But to have this many this early in the season, what? He's I've, just crying because he doesn't have one. Probably. <laughs> um, 
I've been shying away from this a lot on regular radio because we're in San Diego, obviously. But does this make Musgroves? No, nope, nope, no, nope, no, nope, nope, because it was the first. Oh, first. it was the first, but now that everybody's doing and it, it was our it? first. It was our first, our first, and it was the first of the okay, season. And everybody's throwing no hitters. But not everybody is six. A, that's not everybody. That's more than anyone's <laughs> had in over a hundred years. This is an anomaly. Is what's happening? Is no, what Joe's I'm is Joe. Joe's is is special, and will there the you can never take the special. Special off of it because of what Allison just said. It was special that night, but then two days later, there was another no-hitter. Then three days later, there was another no-hitter. Now we're standing on no, May. No, ours is still special, Ben. May 22nd, there's been six this year. Why do you hate Joe Musgrove? I don't hate Joe Musgrove. Apparently you do. I thought that that night was awesome. Why do you hate the Padres? But now it feels like, okay, this is not a Ben analogy, but say you end up hooking up with the prettiest girl in town. All right, and then five days later, you realize, oh, another guy just hooked up with her, and then a month later, oh, there's been six in the last month. Well, she's really hot. I don't. What do you want to? I don't know if that works. Doesn't it make it a little less special? <laughs> it makes her like a you're skank. proud on day one. You still have the memory, Ben. Yeah, and then a month later, you're not as proud because oh, maybe it wasn't that. Special. Hopefully, you're the one who got her pregnant. And then, you okay. <laughs> Hopefully, your crank was the one that was working. <laughs> Maybe that wasn't the right analogy, but you Never get my point. Stop. I don't know. I, eh. I, I like okay. isn't that a little San Diego? It's no, like you well, finally it's, get it's that the, special thing, and you, then you realize you, it's not. Okay, that that little part right there. Yeah, I'll give you that. It's a little San Diego. You put out the you put out the line from The Incredibles, didn't you, on Twitter? Yeah. When everyone's a superhero, there are no superheroes. But yeah, it, it, I get it. I mean, we've had we've had a lot more no hitters, but then again. They are still extremely rare. But is it something with that with the ball? Is I keep seeing like they say they raise the seams, and, it, and this was yeah. the the commissioner made this happen. And why? Everything you guys know? Is, I don't know. I haven't researched it. They but. doctor. I swear to God, they do it. They do it every year, and they overcorrect every year. And it's like there's never yeah. a happy medium. But if you look at the like home run charts and everything. They're going up, 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 up. Then this year, bam, right. all the way down. So offense is down across the league, right? Well, Correct. we had 16 runs last night. So. Ben, when I was still doing morning radio with you and Judd, we had John Smoltz on. And John Smoltz said that you could put 10 baseballs on a table and some would be different than the others. And he could pick them up. And just from the feel of the ball, he would tell you which ones weren't like the other. Now, there's a Hall of Fame pitcher who obviously has had a baseball mm-hmm. in his hand for a very long time. But that kind of gives credence to the fact that Rawlings, which <laughs> is owned by baseball, I don't, I don't know if it's just guys are going up there swinging out of their shoes, swinging over the fences, or pitchers are just that much better. Mm-hmm. It's also we got to take into effect that the Mariners and Rangers have both been no-hit twice. They're both god-awful teams with terrible approaches, probably need to fire everybody in their coaching staff and right. bring in some better hitters. I just six isn't a coincidence. All right. Well, listen. If if we get to the end of this regular season, they're and, gonna crush the record. The record's eight in a season. And there's been six. There's been May. six, and it's not even June. They're not gonna break the record. They're not, oh, you don't think there's gonna be three more no hitters? There's probably gonna be three more no, no hitters next week. Nah, they're not gonna break the record. Burrito. Burri- yeah. All right. Like I, 10 have, burritos. I would love okay. to see uh, you, Darvish, get one. He's pitching. There's but, one, but Ali, it wouldn't be special. Whatever, it would be to me. I still, I still think it's special. Think, Padres. I don't think we've had a no hitter since '09 in baseball. So maybe, or a perfect game. I mean, not no hitter. Oh, 
Right. So maybe that'll be what's special. Were any of these perfect games? Nope. I don't think no. they were. No, right? there hasn't been a perfect no. game since did one get real, Did one get really close? Yes. Well, the, Joe Musgrove hit somebody. One was a strikeout wild pitch that the guy reached base. That's what yeah. It was. yeah, Joe's was just that he hit one guy. That was it. Otherwise, it would have been. Hey, before we get our uh, to our songs for the day, you know, we're talking about the uh, Mariners and the COVID and stuff. What did you guys make of the NBA not slamming LeBron James for breaking COVID protocols? What do you do? I haven't seen oh, this. Yeah. He went, I guess he's got a tequila, tequila company. Tequila company. You talk about things that aren't special. Everybody has a tequila company. Yes, or gin. True. Or like gin. Like Ryan yeah. Reynolds and his gin, which he made like a absurd amount of money on last year. Oh, yeah. The Rock. Um, the Rock would. Never mind. George Clooney, George sold, Clooney right. sold his tequila. For a bill, billion dollars. I think The Rock, his numbers came out on the his tequila, tequila termana or whatever, and it was like he made more on that tequila than he did on his movies, which he made an astronomical number <laughs> on his movies. <laughs> and it's like, what is going? But this apparently, he, company. Apparently, he went to uh, a, a premiere for it or the rolling out or something like that, and broke the NBA's whatever their protocol is right now. I don't know if it's like, like when they were in the bubble. But the NBA has come out and said, no, no, he will not be punished. Dude, if he's vaccinated, who cares? Well, Drake was there, Drake, and so right. was, uh, I forget the other person. But they they had to be vaccinated or have a neg- negative test before they could attend. Yeah. It didn't sound like there was a lot of people there. It sounded like it was just like a, more of a promotional shoot is yeah. what it sounded like to me, like a video shoot of some sort. But LeBron has not come out and said if he's vaccinated or not. Mm. So I don't know. But there's a lot of people saying, oh, oh, okay. Well, it's LeBron. But if things are opening, I mean, on the 15th, things are going to be wide open You make a strong case for it. You're right. So does that mean, are they still, well, I guess they'll be almost done by then, but, uh, you know, NBA will be almost over. No, I think they'll still be rolling. Because don't they go through like Father's Day usually? Yeah, they go along. The NBA playoffs take forever. Yeah, forever. Forever. It's like a whole other season. Uh But will they, but. Or do they still? I just don't know how it all works. Like, do they still have to be in certain protocols, even though I think states even, wide open? I, or? I, I think that they're probably, if they're smart, they'll stay with whatever they kind of have in place right now. Mm-hmm. Because obviously, you want to get through mm-hmm. the playoffs. Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube. You know when you're listening to a true crime story that has an unbelievable plot twist that makes you stop in your tracks? That's what our podcast, People Are the Worst, brings you with each episode. I'm Rachel. And I'm Rebecca. We're identical twins who love true crime cases that make you say, didn't see that coming, and we hate the people responsible for them. Listen to People Are the Worst now on Apple, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts.